Ready to rise through the ranks of the online marketing hierarchy? Take some notes from the original Royals of Revenue, the Internet Traffic Kings. We're about to open up a treasure chest of knowledge from the best of the best. With your hosts, Kevin the Cook Father, DiVincenzi, the original Big Fabu, John Fondy, and the ultimate compliance conciliary, Attorney Bennett Kelly. In three, two, one. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Internet Traffic Kings. I'm the big fabu, John Fondy, broadcasting from the campus of UNLV right here in Las Vegas. You can see behind me, that's what it looks like here in Las Vegas. There's nothing going on. Probably not a lot going to be going on here for a while. So the purpose uh, for our particular show is to bring on expert guests and give you information that maybe you would answer some questions you might have. And we want to know that our, our podcast is not ad supported and you can support us by taking this great information and you can go to internettraffickings.com or you can give us a five-star rating on uh, apple podcast as well that's going to help us out and uh, we'll keep giving you information um, ping us from time to time to let us know information that you would like us to talk about uh, on the show and we'll try to answer those questions and keep uh, these experts coming in and give you brand new pertinent information and uh, we'll adjudicate any questions that you might have by uh, bringing on other guests and uh, and different topics that we'll have on the show as well. Again, great show we've got. This is uh, our episode eight, and I want to bring on our executive producer, uh, better known as the Click Father uh, for Internet Traffic Kings. I'd like to uh, to bring on Kevin DiVincenzi. Kevin, thanks so much for uh, for having the show. Absolutely, John. It's my pleasure. So things are starting to get back to normal, slowly but surely, huh? Yeah, it's amazing uh, now that I'm uh, that, that I'm seeing that we're seeing things now progressing a little more rapidly. Where everybody was just sort of walking on a wire without a net. Yeah. Now we're actually being proactive. People are coming up with solutions as opposed to just crawl under your bed and uh, and we'll tell you what to do. And uh, and so we're seeing that. Yeah, well, it, it seems like the stay-at-home orders work, though, right? So it did slow the virus down from what they're reporting. Again, you can't believe half of what the media says or even less than half. But uh, it looks like it slowed it down, so it, it did work. And, yeah, it's World 2.0, so it's going to be a totally different world. Yeah, you know, and the, the thing about it is that uh, they say that uh, uh, invention is the mother of necessity and stuff. And so yeah are inventing themselves and that's a lot what we're finding now in our business kevin is a lot of the, the experts on the show like yourself and bennett and stuff are not only reinventing themselves but they're teaching people how to reinvent themselves as well and and you're you're a consultant as well kevin you, you just <coughs> walk the walk you talk the talk and you're also willing to to help people out that are trying to pivot as we say and uh, and and enhance or start their new life uh and uh and that's that's good to have somebody like you out there that's willing to do that. Thanks, John. Yeah. <clears throat> Currently, if somebody's uh, involved in online or digital marketing uh, and needs to pivot, I'm offering my services that are normally $1,000 an hour absolutely free. So if they've got an existing business and just need to figure out what to do with it, I'll help them with that. That's that's my pleasure. That's what I can do to give back. Um, obviously, not for you know a startup or an idea because I just I do have you know limited time. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll definitely help people in that way. Um, 
Big Dog, I had a question for you that keeps popping in my mind. What are the court systems like now and what's going to happen in the near future? Do you see yourself going into a courtroom? Are you going to be doing things by teleconferencing? So um, I actually went into a courtroom a couple of weeks ago and it was empty um, just for certain emergency proceedings. But even a lot of emergency proceedings are just by um, the phone call. And some courts are trying to go to video. But they're, right now they're limiting um, just to um, certain types of proceedings and everything else is being postponed. And so kind of the tip out of that is, you know, you need to monitor your accounts receivable because if you have to go after someone for non-payment, um, courts are going to be really backed up and it's yeah, going to take that, a long time to get to collect. That, so that. monitor your receivables and yeah. two, look at the venue. Um, you know, is it is it in a place where um, the courts are backed up or not? If you know, some places never closed, so that meant that right. you know, an issue there. Yeah, no, I have uh, several properties in my home state of Nevada, rental properties, and even the evictions I may or may not have to do in the near future. I'm thinking it's going to be such a backlog um, of of filing and everything else. Unfortunately. Um, it's, I, I figured it's going to be a big backlog. Same thing with DMV and any of those those services, right? Because they're all shut down now. I don't know how they they open. You know, my 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 car is you know a month over registration. I can't register online, and I'm thinking, well, if I get pulled over, there's nothing I can do. They shut down, right? So right. really, it's not like you can you can take any action points, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll 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 see what happens. For sure. So what, what happens if, let's say, John gets arrested for his 60 UI? Um, <laughs> what, what does that process look like? Is, is that still business? So we make a cake and we put the key in the cake. No. Um, ah, the, um, You've been watching too much Prison Break, huh? So there's, you know, there actually is a controversy in some places of letting people out without bail just because they don't want to crowd the prisons and I some of those that, people yeah. are committing you know, repeat offenses. Yeah. So, um, but you know, there's also a problem because you have a constitutional right to a speedy trial. And so you, you need to proceed with at least, you know, the initial charging things to hold people. Right. And um, so they're trying to figure out, you know, do that by video if possible. Um, hey, Ben, I know that you're not uh, uh, actually giving us legal advice, uh, but you're just giving us insight and stuff like that. So I guess if you're going to commit a crime, I guess now is probably the time to do it. Um, I, I don't recommend that. Um, you know, my dad was a public defender, so that would definitely keep him in business. But you know, he, he's long since passed, so uh, I would hold off on that for now. Yeah, so. Well, the, the real question here, Bennett, is now that the schools are closed, can John now go within a thousand feet of a school? That's the real <laughs> question. Does it apply if the school's not in session? Well, I mean, that would have to be adjudicated, but... Um. Okay. <laughs> That's true. That is, that is so true. Uh, Kevin, any... We've been doing this show for eight weeks now and stuff. Yep. And can you recap us on what you've seen change from when we did show number one and where we're at and show number eight that stands out to you? No, I, I think uh, the shows are getting better and better. I mean, the guests have been stand, you know, have been top notch from the beginning, but just I think the flow and as more people are watching and listening, um, it's definitely. Uh, Increasing, so we'll we'll continue doing them as long as we uh, we get the listenership and you know we're providing value. I mean that's what we're doing. It it's not ad supported. We're doing it purely 
to give back to the community. So that's yeah, really, and it's uh, you know, give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. That's going to help us a lot. To Absolutely, keep going. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and we and we have a good time doing this, and we give out good information. And again, yeah. reminding you, if you if you guys hit us up on internettraffickings.com, let us know what you'd like to see, or if there's a, a special guest that you'd like to have on the show. Um, you know, let you know Kevin will consider these things, and but. Kevin, you've been awesome in getting getting guests. Has it been has it been difficult to get guests to come on the show? No, it's it's been really easy. I've, I've been doing this for twenty four years, John. So I have a pretty big rolodex of people, and it's really just getting the quality people. Every guest that we've had on, I've uh, you know I, I have a personal relationship with, and I know that they're actually somebody that can provide value on the show and not just come and pitch. You know, so that's good. Well, good, good for you. So. Not making as much money as you want on the net? The internet traffic kings are by far your best bet. 24 years at the top of the game. Spotify and iTunes, look for them by name. New episodes every Thursday. The internet traffic kings. So anyway, now as we kind of move on, the great thing about it is that my job is made easy because we've got great guests, we've got great information, and I just sort of the glue that holds it all together here on the campus at UNLV. And we're going to bring in our first guest, uh, he's from the landingpageguys.com, but he's been all over the place. He's sold businesses. He's excellent at what he does. He's a fun guy to talk with as well. So please, uh, let's give a warm uh, Internet Traffic King welcome to Oliver Kenyon. Hey, Oliver, welcome. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. It's, um, yeah, it's been nice to watch. Just to sit back and watch you guys uh, banter amongst yourselves. I'm now thinking what crimes can I commit? What can I go out and do? There you go. Um, there you yeah, go. It's, it's good. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you a list after the show. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, hey, um, it's very nice to meet you. Uh, and I, I, I can't wait to meet you in person one day because that means things are getting a little bit better and stuff like that. So, right. so just remember, John, air hugs. I mean, I'm, I'm a hugger, but they have to be air hugs now. That's right. <laughs> All that stuff. So, um, so anyway, give us a little bit of your background, uh, Oliver, and kind of where you're from. It sounds to me like yeah, absolutely. Sure. So I, I actually, I, I come from a, a non-internet background. I was a fully uh, qualified chef. So I trained as a chef over here in the UK. Um, but I, I kind of stumbled online um, in my kind of teens around the kind of days of like uh, 8 Mile when Eminem shot 8 Mile. I always reference back to that film, 8 Mile. And it's because in the film, they did all these kind of rap battles. And I became like obsessed with like this rap battle stuff. So I used to come online and I found these forums whereby people would do these rap battles. And I was obsessed with kind of these forums, these communities, these battles, where one day I thought to myself, do you know what? I'm going to start my own forum. But I didn't have any knowledge of how to do it, as none of us probably did when we first get started. But I did the whole pitching thing. Like, before pitching was a thing, before we had, like, uh, Dragon's Den, before we had Shark Tank over in the States, I sat in front of my uh, father and my grandfather, and I said, guys, I need 150 quid, so like $200, to build my first forum online. Um, in return, I'll give you 40% of my business. And uh, luckily, we did the deal. And my dad still rings me like weekly and asks for 40% of his commission, like 15 years on. But um, you're not getting that anymore, dad. Um, but yeah. it kind of you might be able to get out of that, Bennett. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might need your services after this. If you can, uh, <laughs> if you can adjudicate here in the UK, I might need your services. But yeah, only get one shot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that as well. That's nice. Anyway, 
Um, so yeah, I was on these battle forums and I met someone basically who uh, made, started making money online through one of these forums and he was making money through CPA marketing. Um, and that's obviously where me and kind of Kevin knew each other from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fell into the CPA space, so cost per action marketing back in the day where it was like easy to grow Facebook pages. Um, you could just get huge organic reach on any post you put out. Uh, these kind of old fashioned like incentivized gateways. Um, with yeah, back in the day, with like where all the scripts existed, and, it was and just that changed fun. about seven or eight years ago, right. Oliver, if I remember, because then Facebook started saying, "Hey, if you want to reach even your fans, so if we had a million fans back in the day, we could just post, and, and the million fans would all engage." Now Facebook would be saying, "You know what? We'll release five percent of the fans, right? Pay to release the other ninety-five percent, or as you you pay, we'll release more and more." So basically, holding your fans hostage unless you pay to access your fans. Right, and that, that kind of happened, uh, you know, overnight. And we really did. Um, yeah. we, we were like, at this time I was still a chef, but I was still finding ways to make money through CPA marketing. But the trouble is with marketing and, and online marketing that it's very secretive. Like no one wants to share their methods. Uh, no one wants to share where their traffic sources are happening. Um, and quite a lot of it back then was sort of gray hat, black hat stuff. So no one was willing to discuss. So I thought what I want to do is I'm going to set up another forum because I've built forums before. Like that's what I'm good at. I can build communities. So I then put a bit more money into building another forum whilst I was still full-time chefing, which circled around cost per action marketing. Um, and that was called CPA Fix back in the day. And again, I think that's probably where me and Kevin met because um, yep. Kevin had an affiliate network. I had a, a CPA forum which uh, kind of spoke about CPA marketing and you could also advertise your CPA network on there. But I never, ever built this forum to be a moneymaker. It was literally just meant to be a small place for me and my close friends online to discuss CPA marketing. But one day I got hit up by someone and they said, we'll pay to put our banner on your site. And I was like, oh shit, like I can make money from this? I didn't know I could make money from a forum. Like this is crazy. So I, I, I obviously accepted, took the money and kind of, one of those things where, you know, you're told to just say yes and then kind of work it out a bit further along. I just kept saying yes to people. Yes, you can pay me to put your banner up. Yes, you can join the forum. Um, and and it, it literally spiraled from there and grew into what is now the largest affiliate community online, um, which is we, we actually sold the company a couple of years ago. But that was where I met my co-founder now, Andy, who funny enough only lives 30 minutes around the corner, but I didn't know him. I met him on my forum. Um, and we're now co-founders of The Landing Page Guys, which we've had for seven years. So, yeah, it's a funny old world. That's awesome. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit about The the Landing Page Guys, Oliver, what you do, the service you provide? Because I think that that definitely bridges a gap with somebody that wants to be involved in marketing. Yeah. Because that, that's a lot of the, the questions I'll get from people getting involved is, oh, I've got this great product. How do I sell it? I need right. to make a landing page. And they don't understand the intricacies of it's not any landing page. It's making a landing page that actually converts, right? right? It's making a page that 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 engages a user and that that expertise, it's almost like, you know, getting a half price lawyer or getting a, a big dog Benedict Kelly. Like you you pay for the quality, but you also get the the results that you desire. Because I've seen a yeah. lot of I've seen a lot of campaigns fail because the landing page failed. The value right. proposition was there. Right. The, the the offer was great, but the landing page sucked. It didn't deliver the proper message. And and, and, and unfortunately, it's often the, it's often the piece, piece of the puzzle that people forget about. So you're absolutely right, and you would see that on the yeah. network side of things, of course. Absolutely. Um, so, so the first so, yeah, thing that I'll do, right, Oliver? The, sorry, yeah, the first page. thing I'll do is I'll review the landing pages. I don't care what the CPA payout is. I don't care what the terms are. I'll look at the landing page and say, would I buy this? Would I engage with this? If the answer right. is no. My response is go get all this fixed before we'll even we'll even uh, yeah that, that's music to my ears um, yeah basically landing page guys is 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 
we, we always say it. So there's there's probably, I, I would guess, millions of web design agencies out there. There's millions. And you can go and use yeah. any web design agency out there, and they will make you a landing page that looks nice. So if we're looking at it right now, it looks great. It advertises your product. It probably functions. Um, but there's a huge difference between looking nice and convert, converting. Um, and that is what we are experts in. Um, we, it's one of our strap lines, but we say like web design is an art form. Landing page design is a science. And there's a science behind how you build high converting landing pages. And if we've got time, I'd love to share some of those tips with you and give some real value to your, to your users. But um, yeah, what we do here at Landing Page Guys is we focus on those conversion principles because we deal with paid media clients, people who are you know, spending a lot of money, normally it's upwards of 10K a day on paid traffic. Um, so every single click counts and that conversion rate is so important. It can be like you said, Kevin, it's the difference between losing money, breaking even, and actually scaling to being a really profitable sure. campaign. For sure. And one more thing I'll interject, Oliver, you know, doing this for so long and working with so many different design teams, um, what, what I what I found with many, if they don't understand marketing as, as a designer themselves, you have to write everything for them anyway and do all the steps. So right. you're literally just basically, they're just putting it all together for you. There's not, so that, that's where I believe your service differentiates from that because you're employing the marketing tactics that you know inside those pages, right? We, we that's, that's, have, that's the key. We have what's called our internal blueprint here. Um, and it's, yep. it's a list of conversion principles. And of that's course, great. some are way more important than others. And I'd like to go into detail on what those are quickly, sure. but... Um, yeah, we everything we, everything has to be ticked off that list before we deliver a page to a client because we can get you at the best possible starting point. Of course, there's things that come into it like future split testing, multivariate testing, um, and kind of going growing from when you get that base point. But that baseline is so important because it, it's literally like black and white. It's like it's that's the difference between being profitable and not profitable, and it's often the piece. Everyone's always obsessed with like traffic and scaling their campaigns. But they right. often forget about that final piece, which is the piece that's most important because that's where people are landing, right? And it looks like yeah. you've got uh, some of those tips uh, on your wall right behind you as well. Is that part of what you're talking about? Uh, th these are these are just um, some of our things that we offer here at Landing Page, guys. Um, but yeah, to, to go into the tips, can I share some tips with you guys? Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, please do. That's this is great. This is some tips. Inside, <laughs> means the same thing in the UK as well. <laughs> a, little, a little inside baseball here, so go for it, man. Nice. Um, so yeah, we 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 like to share these kind of um, tips of where where people anyone can action these. Like literally anyone. If you if you're listening to this and you are watching this, and you have a website, a landing page, a funnel, a store, an advertorial, pre-sale. It doesn't matter if you're doing lead generation, e-com. All of these principles. Um, basically can be uh, adapted on any type of landing page and it will up your conversion rate. So when it comes to paid media, one of the most important things, um, I'm going to run through five really quickly and then if anyone wants to ask any questions or, or come through you know, with any suggestions, that's great. Uh, number one is, is load speed. So load speed is super, super important. Um, when it comes to your website's loading, it needs to load super quick when you're doing paid media. Um, how do you test this? Just go to tools.pingdom.com or have a look on GT Metrics. Or you can Google Google Page Insights and look at your mobile stuff on that as well. But for every one second decrease in load time, you're going to see like between a three and five percent increase in conversion rate. So what that means is that every second your landing page is loading quicker, you're going to see a huge, huge uplift in conversion rate. So that's super, super important. Number two, um, I'm not going to do it justice here, but if anyone wants to go and Google this, I would look into it. 
Um, and that is making sure that your landing page or website structure follows the ADA principle. So ADA uh, breaking down stands for attention, interest, desire, and action. Now, the, the, the quickest possible way I can explain this is imagine if I have an A4 piece of paper here, and this is your website page or your landing page broken down. If you break that into four equal sections, that's how you can break down the ADA principle on your landing page. So number one, attention. How do we get the attention? We've already mentioned it, Kevin. That's with that value proposition. So that's normally done with like a headline, supporting headline. Normally bullet points is better than like a paragraph of text. It just converts better if it's hard-hitting bullet points. Uh, a really strong call to action and some social proof. So having like a testimonial or something above the fold is crucial. The next fold, the next piece of that A4 piece of paper, the second section split into four, is the next fold of your landing page or website. That's all about interest, peaking their interest. Now, how do we do that? You have to make sure that your interest is benefit-driven and not feature-driven. So don't talk about the features of, a, of, and we'll get into this in a minute, but don't talk about the features of your, your service or software or product or, uh, you know, legion, whatever it is. Talk about how it benefits the user instead. And that's what's going to make them interested in your product. Number three, section number three is desire. How do we do that? Well, it's social proof. So it's testimonials, case studies, people using your product, people using your service. Um, it's all that kind of good stuff that, that everyone wants to see. And then number four, it's action. So what is the clearest possible way that someone can get in touch with you, fill in your form, buy your product, don't confuse the messaging, don't have mixed call to actions, just have one clear value proposition, one clear action. Um, and that's that's honestly night and day. If you lay your pages out like that, they're going to convert way, 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 way better. That's awesome. Now, Oliver, what, uh, sorry, John, I had a couple of questions. Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> what, uh, what's your feeling on AMP pages? Because I'm hearing a lot of people talk about AMP pages. Yeah, so, AMP pages are good, but they are quite restricted. You, they they, they still don't have like an extensive library whereby you can do uh, lots of stuff that you can do on like a normal kind of static page. Um, but for load time, they are good. We, we, To be honest with you, like at the moment, internally here at LPG, we're doing about 100 projects on average per month. I would say two of them per month are AMP pages. So it's still, it's still not as advanced as it should be. Um, and, but the load times are obviously very, very, very What good. would qualify for it to be an AMP page as opposed to not? Because of two out of your 100, what makes those two different from the other 98? It's purely the client one has requested it. Interesting, okay. Yeah. Because we can get the similar load speeds either way, um, gotcha. just 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 by optimizing, compressing things, and and you know, right. videos outside of YouTube, and okay. um, yeah, doing that stuff. But yeah, we, we do do them, but they are um, you're limited with like third party yeah. plugins and stuff like that. So um, rarely do we do them. They haven't taken off nowhere near as as much as I thought they would. Gotcha. And then uh, John, I see you're ready to talk. Hold on a second. I got one more. <laughs> so part of uh, me trying to do a deal on every show now. Um, I have a proposition for you, Oliver. Done. How about I give you three of my landing pages that we're <clears throat> buying extensive traffic on? I'll pay you for the service. That's no problem. And then we'll review them in about four weeks' time on the show. Perfect. Share all my results as far as what they were before, what they are now, and let's Absolutely. share them with the viewers. And Absolutely we can perfect. Let's share a screen. There. Amazing. Exactly. Yeah, you and let's I are on the same page. Perfect. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Is that legal? Can I do that? Is that can do that. Thank you, thank you, Consigliere. <laughs> I love right. that. I, I, haven't, I haven't even got to point three, and I've already made a sale. Amazing. See, I'm, I'm easy though. Yeah, that's why I say I'm, I, I really I say I'm such a good marketer because I'm the biggest sucker, right? So I know, I know exactly what's needed. I, I, when I was coming on the show, I remember we we. Um, I don't know if you still have it because I haven't been on your site in like the last couple of months. But do you yeah. still have the site we did for you? 
we oh, do X-Y7. Have, yeah, X-Y7 Elite. Yeah. Elite. Yep, that's yeah. your page. Yeah, amazing, cool. I remember that page. Yeah. It's a nice page. That's no, um, beautiful. It's of course a nice page. You made it. Exactly, <laughs> my man. Thank you. Yeah. Guys, my work is done. I'm, I've made a sale. I'm good. He's done. Yeah, Let done. me get to point three. So Five point stars. three is a uh, <laughs> point three is uh, all about social proof. So we live in a, a world. Um, we live in a very weird world at the moment, but we live in a world where everyone wants to see a review of a product, of a service, of a software. Yes. We don't want to give them any excuse to click away from the page to go and get that review. Like it, I'll give you an example. If we're going out tonight for a meal, not that we can, but if we were allowed to go out. We're not allowed in the UK uh, for a meal, and there's ten, you know, ten restaurants. We're going to go on our phone, and we're going to be googling reviews about those restaurants. We're going to see right. which one's been rated the best. We're going to take our time and go and pick it. You don't want to give anyone an excuse to leave your page. So if you haven't got a simple testimonial above the fold on any of your pages, your websites, I don't care what we're talking about, anywhere where you have a presence online, you're losing money. Like it's going to convert better if you put an authentic review and testimonial above the fold. You want so, a, a so even like those social. There. Those social proof ones, right? That say, you know, John John F just bought, you know, a twenty four pack that's of the a pens. That's a different sort of social. Proof. Different I, I, I would still have a review. I would still have like a physical. So you'd have static, right? A static review, but you'd yeah. also have as people are ordering that. that, you know, that John, those social proof apps are good, but they do uh, slow down your load speed. Um, they so do. You have to okay. Be careful which one. So then it's pick. a trade off. Then it's a trade off. Sure. I, I would always go as raw as possible, like as in just strip back all your plugins, strip back all your add-ins. Like interesting. Load speed is so in crucial when you get to high paid traffic. Right. And, and high, um, so so yeah, I, I would focus sure. on that. But just it's so easy. Like anyone could put a paragraph of text with a little name and an authentic picture of someone above the fold on their landing page or website. Yeah. Uh, and it will, it will convert more. Um, so social proof is cru crucial. The fourth one um, is trust proof. We call it trust proof. Basically, you want to get some trust across on that page. So again, above the fold, the, when we talk about trust, it's all things like um, like seals. So like if you're approved, if you've been featured on a certain publication, right. um, if uh, this is a great one for e-com, by the way. If you're doing e-com or you're selling a product, and you have uh, call to action buttons, just placing the uh, payment seals underneath that button is really going to increase trust. And what I mean by that is we've all seen it, like the MasterCard, Amex, uh, Visa, right. those tiny little logos of those companies just below your call to action buttons are really, really going to help increase trust. Because what happens is people come on your page and they associate trust with these big brands and they think if these big brands are working with you, mm -hmm. then they can trust you a little bit more. And I know we don't, uh, consciously think like that when we land on a website, but subconsciously that's what happens. And when you have all these little uh, conversion pinch points and pain and points on your pages, this is what's going to up, up your conversion rates. Yeah, that um, brings me to a legal question, Ben, as I was thinking through this. So uh, one tactic that we use, <clears throat> and either you're about to frown or you're going to smile, I'm not sure, but luckily we have video, is if we're buying paid media, let's say on Fox News, then we'll put on our page as seen on Fox News. Is that legal? Is that gray line? What would you call that? No, I mean, Again, for the trust factor. You're saying this this product was shown on Fox News and that that's proper. Okay, good. Hey, you live another day, Kevin. Great. Well, no, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's actually a great tactic, right, Oliver? Yeah, 100%. If you, yeah, those, those, you can buy one impression on Fox or, News and yeah. one the thing impression is, on is CNN. A lot of, show, a lot of um, products get busted because they see as seen on and they name all these shows that none, and they were on none of them. Yeah, but I'm not saying shows. I'm saying if, if we're doing it on the .com, so we're buying a banner on foxnews.com. We're buying a banner on CNN.com. 
So again, we're not. I'm not talking about oh, you Dr. Oz or Oprah. I'm so saying, you weren't on the show itself. We're not on the show. No, but we're buying. Tra- we're buying inventory on their website. We we should have. We should talk about this offline. Okay. All right. All right. On that note, guys, I'll go into tip number five, if I may. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Let's just just sweep that one under the carpet and keep going. All right. Tip tip five is um, we touched on it briefly. When it comes to content, you want to talk about benefits over features. Now, this is like probably the hardest thing for a product owner to do because I'm a product owner. Well, I own my own agency, my own service. Kevin, you own a network. You guys all own your own businesses. The easiest thing for us to do when we're talking about our business is to go feature heavy. What is better about our business than the next person? Like we always talk about the shiny objects and that's the worst thing you can do on your sales pages or landing pages because every time you want to lead with a benefit, just remember that features tell, benefits sell. Now, what I mean by this is uh, I always kind of flip it to... um, Apple, okay? So Apple did this perfect example, and this is such a cool thing. If, if people are on the podcast, hopefully I'll explain it, but if you can see the, the video, it's going to make much more sense. So there, there's two ad, adverts, so identical uh, banner ads, okay? And they're, they're both uh, holding phones. So they're both a picture of someone holding a phone. It's just a hand holding an iPhone, okay? Mm-hmm. Exactly the same picture on banner A as on banner B. Now, banner A has a headline up the top, and it says, the all new super mega zoom 12 megapixel camera. So it's like very, very like shiny object, feature heavy, feature heavy. Mm-hmm. Banner B is the exact same image of the person holding the phone, but the headline says, take pictures of your family that will last forever. And that's a benefit of the phone on the camera. Sure. And that's going to convert three times more than the, the feature heavy content. So when it comes to your landing page and your website, I challenge anyone listening to this to just look at your page now and just try and flip any statements you make on your page from a feature statement to a, a benefit statement, and and your your, your conversion rates are going to going to go through the roof. All right. Well, thank you so much for that great information. That really was good. Uh, good questions as well, and uh, it kind of gives us a chance to to think about that. And Kevin, that's a great idea about yeah. about looking at those pages and then coming back and uh, and uh, yeah, we'll, bring we'll, we'll do a we'll do a live review. But in the meantime, Oliver, how can somebody reach you? If yeah, com, but also your email, any other contact information. Yeah, appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so landingpageguys.com. Uh, my email is uh, oliver at landingpageguys.com. Or if you just want to, to kind of join a group where we just, free group where we chat about conversion rates and get a few more of these tips, just go to landingpagelab.com and it will redirect you to our Facebook group. Nice. Excellent. Well, thank you again so much for being on the guest. Stick around. We're going to come back to you with some closing thoughts and uh, good information. We're going to kick it upstairs to the big dog right now and uh, talk a little bit about what's going on. Please give a warm internet uh, traffic kings. Welcome to Bennett Kelly. Thank you, John. The, uh, the new thing that's going on right now is there's a, a battle in California over who is and who is not an employee versus an independent contractor. Now, a couple of years ago, there was a, a state Supreme Court case that decided um, what the standard should be. And last year, the state passed a law um, basically adopting that standard and um, over the very strong resistance of the gig economy companies, Uber, Lyft, Postmates, and um, and they have refused to comply with the new law. Basically, under the new law, um, their drivers would be considered employees 
basically a lot of people who were classified as independent contractors now would be considered employees. So you may want to take a look at um, how you're classifying people. And, um, but, so Uber has refused to comply. They've also um, filed a federal lawsuit challenging the law and Uber and Lyft and uh, another company have funded a ballot initiative to put it on the ballot, an amendment um, that would exempt them in November. Well, today, I mean, this week, the California Attorney General has come back and uh, filed an enforcement action against Uber and Lyft um, to find that they're violating the law and to require that they pay their um, the drivers as employees, pay back taxes, and uh, as well as a $2,500 per violation fine, which could be quite substantial. Wow. What, what I always understood, though, the, my, my interpretation of the law, and I don't know if it's changed, Bennett, was that if you hire an independent contractor, they have to have at least two other sources of income to make them to make it a legal um, interaction or a legal agreement. Is that the case, not the case? No, I mean, the test is a three-pronged test as I pull okay. up my earpiece. But, uh, um, and uh, basically it's, are, do you control them? You know, are they free from control? Does the person um, perform work that's outside your usual course of business? And, um, and is that the person engaged in a trade that is traditionally considered um, an independent contractor? And uh, so it, it really has narrowed the scope of what was and was not independent contractor, and which has been a big issue in the tech sector um, because um, there are a lot of times, you know, in order to save money, they have misclassified people. And so I think obviously Amazon, excuse me, um, Lyft and Uber are thumbing the nose at the right. state. So they're a ripe target for enforcement, but look sure. for the state to start looking at other enforcement targets in the future. Interesting. Great info. As we're we have of, information on this on our blog as well. What, what's your blog, Bennett? It's, um, it's um, ILC Cyber Report, and the ILC is abbreviation for Internet Law Center. Internetlawcenter.net and ILC Cyber Report. CyberReport.com. Got it. Very quickly, Bennett, uh, we're starting to see things changing now week to week. It looks like more people are uh, are trying to open up their businesses and uh, and they don't realize some of those pitfalls that take place. And there's there's certain rules and guidelines that have to be followed to keep people compliant along with the safetyness. What are you seeing is taking place in some of those rules and regulations? And is there a need to adjudicate anything? Well, I, I think it's you have to figure out you know, what applies in your state. That's the problem we have. We don't have one single state. And, uh, you know, I get a kick out of, what is it? Is it Georgia or Texas? You know, bowling is now allowed. Right. Yeah, you so, know, um, okay, so you're going to put your hands in a shared bowl, uh, ball. You're going to wear a shared suit, you know, shared shoes. shoes. Yeah. And uh, sit at a surface that a lot of people have sat at. I mean, just that, that makes no right. sense to me. Yeah. But hey, go by all means, please vote. You know, I think that there's a lot of things that we're really kind of testing the waters here and really finding out that, hey, it was a broad brush in the very beginning. Now we're taking out that uh, that little small brush and we're kind of 
paint it, mm. kind of painting it, how it's going to work for people, and uh, and do it a little bit a little bit smarter. We're we're definitely seeing that here in Las Vegas, where the gaming the gaming board is making up the rules for the casinos, and uh, we're limiting a lot of things. But it's like, hey, most of Nevada is is rural. You know, it's. Right. Uh, you could almost open up anything and everything other than the strip in, in Las Vegas and uh, and kind of get people back to work. Now, it doesn't mean people are going to come to Vegas, but at least well, people here. And, and the strip is uh, regulated separately, right, from the city of Las Vegas. It's got its own reg- it's regulatory par- bodies. Paradise. Well, Paradise, yeah. Correct. Paradise, Nevada. Um and this, this yeah, but they didn't know you were in paradise when you were yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I know. Every time I tag on Facebook, it <laughs> says you're in paradise. Um, but but John, the um, the as far as the jobs getting back to normal, I would probably say I don't know, 70 percent of jobs are in casinos. And keep in mind, you know, fifty percent of all stats are made up on the spot, like this one just was. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then twenty five percent of them are refuted. That's true. <laughs> Adjudicated. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, well. Anyway, we uh, we've got some some great stuff coming up before we before we close out. We're going to get some final thoughts from from everybody that's been with us here so far in this uh, um, in uh, this uh, segment uh, that we basically call things you should know and things that you need to know. And the whole week has taken place, uh, Kevin. <coughs> Yeah. So, did you find out some some more things that we should uh, need should know and, and things we need to know? Don't don't pass go stuff without this information. Yeah. No. My 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 message this week is just be kind to one another. Be kind. Reach out. You know, there's a lot of people I haven't spoken to in 10, 15 years, uh, and I'm reconnecting just because it's it's a really good time that you can't physically be with somebody to at least uh, connect with them. And you know, whether it's a phone call because you never know if that person needs to talk to somebody. Uh, most of us are fortunate. We have other people in our lives. We have other things. Uh, a lot of these people, they're just by themselves and they don't have anybody. You know, I read a, a story of this college girl in New York that was putting post-it notes on her window and an elderly couple from across the street was putting post-it notes to exchange and having this whole relationship. But I mean, that's that's the reality of it. You know, I'm, I'm very fortunate where I've got this huge backyard and I overlook the ocean, but a lot of people, um, you know, are stuck in a very small apartment and, you know, by themselves. And what do you do? And if you lost your job on top of that, you're, you know, so it's that time where you can reach out, be a friend and, and, you know, offer some advice or at least just be there to be that listening ear. So that would be my advice. Just, you know, be kind to people and reach out. Like putting chocolates on a ledge with a post-it note. Well, yeah, that's it, John. That's it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Does say there's more down, down no. below? Oh, so so Bennett, when we had our Vegas office, um, we, you know, we had that, that big space in Vegas and it was all picturesque windows. John gets his great idea. A client sent us candies. He put them outside my office window and put a sign free. And he stood there smiling at people pointing to the sign, waiting to see if somebody would take this chocolate off a windowsill. And yeah, we had takers. Oh, good. That's it. So, hey, just another form of marketing. But uh, anyway, uh, so, hey, uh, what should we know and what do we need uh, to know uh, information uh, from Oliver Canyon? You need to know that you need to optimize your landing pages and websites. Uh, that's a definite. Um, I couldn't uh, kind of echo more what Kevin said, though. Like, now's a great time to reach out to people. Um, and yeah, just, just, uh, kind of offer a favor and, and do what you can do to help people. And I also, I also, I also just want to say, like, I think I feel super 
grateful in a time like this that like we can still work and we can still employ people and still pay people's wages and keep them in a job. And um, that's our main focus right now is just to, to keep everyone who we employ happy and um, keep scaling this amazing culture and business. And I just feel super lucky and super fortunate to be um, working with like-minded people like yourselves and just working online. It's, it's a great, great place to be at. Big dog, uh, what, what, what we should and what we need. I guess one thing you should look out for is Amazon is really coming under scrutiny for a couple of reasons. One is there's a report that came out that they were, they were um, monitoring data of their um, people selling on its platform to decide when they should open their own white label product to, to compete. And I've that's causing that any trust scrutiny and that they mm -hmm. could be, they could be called to testify before Congress. At the same time, they're coming under scrutiny for their warehouse practices. And as there's been a COVID outbreak there, and in fact, they've even yeah. had at least one fatality. And on top of that, they've been firing people who have been speaking out about this, causing one vice president to resign saying this is chicken shit. So, um, it's an interesting time, and you know, Amazon is a major player, and there are some people have some concerns that it may have too much power, um, and, and really is a, it's going to be undergoing an antitrust scrutiny. So, um, being in the spotlight isn't necessarily the best thing for Amazon. Yeah, well, John, to, fur to further your point, and Oliver, you, you're probably aware of this because most marketers are aware that Amazon competes. Right. I mean, any any essential product, they basically, but, you know, yeah. they, they launched their own. But to be fair, so do the supermarkets, Bennett. So, you know, most of, I don't know about in the UK, Oliver, but in the US, the supermarkets have their own brand and their own yeah, brand absolutely. is what, what sells the most, right? Yeah. The paper towel, the toilet paper, products. laundry yeah, detergent. Yeah. So, no um, but I, I think, Bennett, you're, you're saying they're using the data from their algorithm to say, hey, this is selling great. Let's compete against it. Yeah, that's, right. that's not right. But, you know. And what they had, and also the pro part of the problem is they testified before Congress that we didn't necessarily do that. What they said was we we use aggregate data, but what's leaked out is actually no, they use individual data. Yeah, it's aggregate data. Let's see how yeah. aggregate what sells the most. That's even better. The most powerful spy tool online, right? That's yeah. even better, right? Let's aggregate. You know how much hand sanitizer we can sell. Hold on, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Really? And also, there've been some concerns. I mean, for example, what if there was a major outbreak? You know, luckily, there hasn't. But what if there was a major outbreak at several Amazon warehouses? How would that impact the flow of commerce in the U.S. since we're so dependent on well, Amazon? Not not even the flow of commerce, but you know, there's there's so many different reports that uh, the the COVID virus will stay on a. Uh, on a box for 12 hours, I heard 24 right. hours, I heard 72 hours. So if there was an outbreak, a lot of the packages that are shipped may then infect the UPS driver and, and you know, and affect the consumer. So, I mean, that would be a concern as well. Well, good, guys. Excellent, excellent show. Good, good information. I want to thank uh, uh, Oliver for being with us. We'd love to have you come back. Looking forward to that test as well. Reminding our audience that this is a non-ad supported show. You can support us by going to Internet Traffic Kings and also give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That's going to help us out. Lots of great, valuable information. Just given to you for free because, as Kevin said, uh, just show a little love out there. Be kind to somebody, and that's kind of what we're doing. Uh, broadcasting from the campus of UNLV right here in Las Vegas. I'm the big fat boo, John Fondy. We've got a great another 
bunch of shows coming up here. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. Give us your comments, give us your feedback, and we'll see you again next time right here on Internet Traffic Kings. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.